0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, November 23rd. U.S. equities accelerated to the upside to finish solidly higher amid a slew of data heading into the Thanksgiving holiday break. The move upward came following the release of the minutes from the Fed's November Monetary Policy meeting, which indicated some caution among committee members. The economic calendar was robust as durable goods orders came in much stronger than expected, along with new home sales and consumer sentiment, while mortgage applications rose for a second straight week. However, not all the reports were positive as weekly initial jobless claims rose and preliminary reads on manufacturing and services output both showed contraction after falling more than expected. Earnings reports continued to pour in, with Deere and company rallying following its results, while HP and Autodesk lowered their guidance. Treasury yields were lower, and the US dollar fell, as did crude oil prices, while gold gained ground. Asia finished mostly higher, though Japan was closed for a holiday, and Europe was mixed as the markets digested Eurozone and UK manufacturing and services data that also showed contraction in activity. The Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 96 points, or 0.3%, to 34,194. The S&P 500 Index was up 24 points, or 0.6%, to 4,027, and the Nasdaq Composite advanced 111 points, or 1%, to 11,285. In light volume, 3.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.4 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil fell $3.01 to $77.94 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price traded $11.80 to the upside to $1,751.70 per ounce, and the dollar index tumbled 1% to 106.11. In equity news on Wednesday, Deer & Company, ticker symbol DE, announced fiscal fourth-quarter earnings per share of $7.44, topping the $7.11 fact-set estimate, with revenues rising 37 percent year-over-year to $15.5 billion, well above the street's estimate of $13.4 billion. The company issued full-year net income guidance that came in above expectations, noting that positive farm fundamentals and fleet dynamics, as well as increased investment in infrastructure, are expected to support healthy demand for its equipment. Shares rallied. HP Incorporated ticker symbol HPQ, reported adjusted fiscal fourth-quarter earnings per share of $0.85, cents, one penny north of the fact-set estimate, as revenues declined 11.2 percent year-over-year to $14.8 billion, above the street's forecast of $14.7 billion. HP raised its quarterly dividend by 5 percent to $0.26.25 cents per share, But issued full year guidance that was well below expectations. Additionally, the company announced a transformation plan aimed at driving significant structural cost savings through digital transformation, portfolio optimization, and operational efficiency. Additionally, as part of its initiative, HP said it plans to reduce its workforce by 4,000 to 6,000 over the next three years. Shares ticked higher. Autodesk Incorporated, ticker symbol ADSK, posted adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $1.70, in line with estimates as revenues rose 14% year-over-year year to $1.3 billion, also roughly matching expectations. The software company lowered the high end of its earnings and revenue guidance, while its billings outlook came in below forecasts, citing less demand for multi year contracts and the challenging macroeconomic environment, notably in Europe, as well as foreign exchange headwinds. Autodesk also announced a $5 billion addition to its share repurchase program. Shares were solidly lower. As the third quarter earnings season nears the finish line, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Disappearing Act Earnings how earnings weakness is starting to materialize across a broader swath of industries, with hits coming from a strong dollar, weaker demand, and aggressive monetary policy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at @LizanneSaunders. Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, notes in his article titled The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and in Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, October preliminary durable goods orders rose 1% month over month, above the Bloomberg expectation of a 0.4% increase and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 0.3% gain. Excluding transportation, orders grew 0.5% after the prior month's negatively revised 0.9% decline and compared to the expected flat reading. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, increased 0.7% month over month, north of expectations of an unchanged growth rate, and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 0.8% decline. The preliminary SNP Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for November unexpectedly fell into contraction territory, a reading below 50, dropping to 47.6 from October's unrevised 50.4 figure, and versus estimates of a dip to 50. The preliminary SNP Global U.S. Services PMI index surprisingly fell deeper into contraction as the key U.S. sector in November dropped to 46.1 compared to expectations of a modest gain to 48 from October's 47.8 figure. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 240,000 for the week ended November 19, above estimates for 225,000, and the prior week's upwardly revised 223,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 5,500 to 226,750, and continuing claims for the week ended November 12 increased by 48,000 to 1,551,000 topping estimates of 1,520,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims rose by 28,250 to 1,509,750. The final University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for November was revised higher than expected to 56.8 from the preliminary 54.7 figure and versus an expected adjustment to 55. The stronger-than-expected upward revision came as both the current conditions and expectations components of the survey were adjusted solidly higher. The one-year inflation forecast was adjusted lower to 4.9 percent from the preliminary estimate of 5.1 percent, where it was expected to remain, and down from October's 5 percent rate. The five year inflation forecast was unchanged at the preliminary reading of 3%, matching expectations, and slightly above October's 2.9% rate. New home sales rose 7.5% month over month in October to an annual rate of 632,000 units versus forecasts calling for a rate of 570,000 units and compared to September's downwardly revised 588,000 unit level. The median home price rose 15.4% year-over-year to $493,000. New home inventory fell to 8.9 months from September's level of 9.4 months of supply at the current sales pace. Sales jumped month-over-month in the northeast and south, but fell in the midwest and dipped in the west. Sales in the northeast were noticeably higher year-over-year, while down in all other regions compared to last year. New home sales are based on contract signings, offering a timelier read on housing activity compared to the larger contributor of existing home sales, which are based on closings. In other housing news, the MBA Mortgage Application Index rose 2.2 percent last week, following the prior week's 2.7 percent gain. The index increased for the second straight week, as a 1.8% rise in the refinance index was accompanied by a 2.8% advance for the purchase index. The rise came as the average 30-year mortgage rate fell by 23 basis points to 6.67%, and is up 343 basis points versus a year ago. Treasury yields were lower, as the yield on the two-year note was down 4 basis points to 4.48%. The yield on the 10-year note decreased 5 basis points to 3.70%, and the 30-year bond rate declined 9 basis points to 3.74%. Market volatility is likely to continue in the wake of the release of the October inflation picture over the past couple weeks, which showed prices cooled but remained severely elevated. Lizanne discusses in her latest article titled Swing, Swing, Wild Week, How a better-than-expected October CPI report provided some relief and support for equities, but investors should be wary of low-quality leadership and, to some extent, crypto stress. Inflation has been the driving factor behind the aggressive monetary policy from the Federal Reserve, which raised its target for the Fed funds rate by 75 basis points for a fourth straight time earlier this month. In the minutes from the November meeting released in afternoon action, a majority of officials felt that smaller increases to the target for the Fed funds rate would be appropriate soon in their evaluation of the impact the policy is having on the U.S. economy. While committee members said that there have been little signs of inflation abating, some of the group expressed concerns over risks to the financial system should it press on with its aggressive policy citing the uncertain lags and magnitudes of their actions. The increase in bond yields and this year's rally in the U.S. dollar have fostered the choppiness in the markets. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses the bond and currency markets in her article titled Markets to Fed Slow Down You Move Too Fast, noting how if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter At Kathy Jones. Please note all U.S. markets will be closed tomorrow and trade in an abbreviated session on Friday in observance of the Thanksgiving holiday. No economic reports are slated for release on Friday. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe were mixed as investors sifted through a plethora of economic data on both sides of the pond. SNP Global's preliminary November Manufacturing and Services PMIs for the Eurozone and the UK all came in above estimates but all remained in contraction territory. Meanwhile in the US, durable goods orders for October easily topped forecasts, though preliminary reads on manufacturing and services sector output both showed contraction. Additionally, the markets continue to assess recent global inflation data and their implications for monetary policy tightening from central banks around the world going forward. Cooler than expected, U.S. consumer and wholesale price reports over the past couple weeks have increased optimism that central banks, led by the Fed in the U.S., may be able to temper the aggressiveness in their rate hike campaigns. Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article titled Central Banks Stepping Down, how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes, and this could lead to a year-end quote-unquote Santa Pause rally for stocks. However, geopolitical tensions remained as the war in Ukraine continues and investor sentiment remained hamstrung by concerns over rising COVID cases in China, which could encourage Chinese officials to become more restrictive with its COVID policy. The euro and British pound were solidly higher as the US dollar declined while bond yields in the Eurozone and the UK lost ground. The UK FTSE 100 index and Switzerland's Swiss market index were up 0.2%, France's CAC 40 index advanced 0.3%, and Spain's IBEX 35 index ticked 0.1% higher, while Germany's DAX index and Italy's FTSE MIB index were little changed. Stocks in Asia advanced, even as concerns regarding China's response to its growing COVID outbreak continue to be in focus, though the country suggested further stimulus and support for its struggling property market could be in the offing. In his latest article, titled Risk for 2023 – China Reopening, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes that Chinese officials may be preparing to bring an end to China's zero-COVID policy, but reopening the world's second-largest economy could bring inflationary challenges. The markets shrugged off some softer than expected, preliminary Australian manufacturing and services for November, with the former's growth decelerating and the latter falling deeper into contraction territory. However, volume was lighter than usual as markets in Japan were closed for a holiday. The markets continue to digest recent mixed global inflation data, and the persistent rise in prices has been a main factor in the aggressive measure taken by central banks across the world led by the Fed. Today, New Zealand became the latest central bank to aggressively tighten policy, raising its benchmark interest rate by a record 75 basis points. Japan's central bank, on the other hand, has maintained its loose monetary policy, while China has also provided stimulus measures to try to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by the COVID lockdowns. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 0.3 percent, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index gained 0.6 percent. South Korea's KOSPI Index advanced 0.5 percent. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index increased 0.2 percent and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index rose 0.7%. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4:15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, November 23rd.